0: Welcome to the Happy, Healthy, Strong podcast. Our goal is to equip you with the knowledge and tools you need to make lasting changes in your health. Society has trained us to think that Western medicine is the answer to long-term health, but this approach only treats symptoms and never addresses the root cause. Without a new approach, our community will experience unnecessary sickness and suffering. We teach... The functional health model to educate and empower listeners on their journey to a happier, healthier, and stronger life. My name is Paige, and I'm a certified holistic health coach. I'm joined by my co-host, Dr. Alex Arguello, doctor of chiropractic and functional health practitioner. Join us as we unpack some of the most pressing health challenges facing our community today. Welcome back to the Happy, Healthy, Strong podcast. Today we are continuing to go through the fatty fruits in the Restoring Human Diet, so we will be talking about coconut. Before we jump into that, we should probably give a recap of the workout that we just did.
1: Yeah, so Saturday morning workout at New City Fitness it was, a, uh, as always, partner-type workout. Well, I guess before that, individually, we did some bench press. People are probably familiar with bench press, where you're... Um, typically using a barbell with weights on it and lowering it from your arms extended as you're laying on a bench and bringing it down to your chest and then pushing it up. So we did that um, as kind of the strength portion of today. And then we did some skiing on a what's <laughs> called a ski erg, like you were cross-country skiing, yeah. which is... I don't know why season. anybody <laughs> would want to ever do that, but right. it is a good workout yeah. and it's much better on a machine when you're indoors, Right. in my opinion. Um, but, uh and then we did some sled pushing and pulling.
0: Wow. Was there a theme of like cold winter yeah, sport yeah. activities must today? Must
1: have been. I don't know. And then some dips. So dips are, well, you did them on a box. So yep. your hands are on the box supporting yourself and then you kind of lower yourself with your feet on the ground down as far as you can go to so that your arms are fully flexed and then you extend that up working the tricep muscle Um, and then others did them on the rings which just makes it a little bit harder because you're not as stable so just cycle through those three movements Mm -hmm. a lot
0: yes we did yep
1: which when you're doing it at intensity also works your um, cardiovascular system right you're breathing heavy and your heart rate is increasing so right Overall great workout, yeah, which we probably need some coconut now that we're done.
0: Oh tell us about all <laughs> the benefits <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so I think it would be helpful so last week or last show I guess talked about avocado because we're in this um, section of the restoring human diet called fatty fruits, so these are actually fruits, um, but they when most people think of plants they just think of carbohydrates right so or or some protein in in these plants. Um, which that is the majority of of plant foods is is carbohydrate, um, full of carbohydrates, but these are more full of fat. And just kind of as a principle, when we think about a diet, macronutrient content, we would want what we would call a higher fat diet. So that doesn't mean like you're going completely um, ketogenic diet, which would be 90% of your calories are coming from fat. We just mean that should be the highest macronutrient in your diet, which could be around fifty percent, you know, or even lower depending on what you're what you're um, doing with the other two. So we just want that to kind of be the, the macronutrient that you're getting the most of. So that can come from just eating good quality animal products. So we've already talked about um, quality meats and dairy products, but this is another way of getting good fat in your diet with these fatty fruits. So we mentioned avocado, the benefits there, the rest of the fatty fruits are gonna have similar benefits. So kind of the main benefit from um, coconut is it's a, a fatty acid, but there's something specific about that, the type of fat that's in it that we'll, we'll discuss. And then just some antioxidants and some, some micronutrients. So let me just list off all of the micronutrients that are found. So again, macronutrients, fat, protein, carbohydrate, micronutrients would be vitamin, mineral, vitamins and minerals. So there's sodium, manganese, copper, selenium, iron, zinc, phosphorus, potassium, magnesium, folate, and thiamine. All of those micronutrients, um, those are are mainly the minerals found in in coconut. And then you can find um, fat soluble vitamins A, D, E, and K um, as well in, in coconut. So... People talk and ask me all the time about my, uh multivitamins. Yeah. What's what's the totally. what's the vault of vitamin that I should take? Right. And there's definitely good multivitamins out there and for some people they're necessary and they're not they're never gonna hurt you to take it. At least mo- not most of the time. But you could also just eat these nutrient mm-hmm. dense foods like coconut, making sure that it's in your diet, um in heavy amounts and you're getting your right.
0: Own. Cause the list that you just rattled off there is all the things you're probably gonna see Sounded on the mi like yeah, uh-huh. a micro, uh, <laughs> multivitamin, didn't yep, it? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So tons of micronutrients good quality fat and then the antioxidants now with antioxidants i think we've mentioned this before but the easiest way to to understand it is when things get oxidized so all that means is that uh, like at a chemical level when you look at the molecular structure of it there's oxygen which is an element that's added to that molecular structure and that just messes with the molecular structure so Uh, An example would be avocados, like we mentioned last week. When they're not oxidized, they're they're normal color, right? They're green. But when they get oxidized, they turn brown, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing with rust on your car. When it gets oxidized, it starts to to rust, right? So those are just easy examples, kind of metaphors for what happens in the body. When um, our DNA, when our cells, anything gets oxidized at its molecular structure, things can go bad. So we have these things in our diet. We also make them on our own. Um, called antioxidants. So, if oxidizing something is bad, then having an antioxidant is prevents that bad from from happening. Yeah. So that's why these these things are so important to be getting in your in your diet. That's an, another thing that people ask me about is what what can I take for antioxidants? Um, again, if you're eating real food most of the time, you're going to get a lot of these a lot of these antioxidants. Mm-hmm. But with antioxidants, there's actually some that are what are considered water soluble, meaning when you eat them with things that are water-based, like plants that are full of carbohydrates, then you're going to absorb them better. But there's also fat-soluble antioxidants, which requires fat in your diet to be able to absorb them, similar to the fat-soluble vitamins. So just like you need fat to to absorb A, D, E, and K, if you don't have fat in your diet, you're going to be deficient in these vitamins, which is one of the big things that happened when the whole no-fat, low-fat, light craze happened starting in the 70s, 80s with things like Weight Watchers and Jenny Craig and that type of stuff. Did it help people lose weight? Sometimes, but it also made them deficient in fat-soluble vitamins because they weren't eating enough fat to be able to absorb these things. Same thing with these um, fat-soluble antioxidants. You're not going to be able to absorb a lot of these um, antioxidants if you don't have fat in your diet. One of the key things about that, especially with just kind of the the society that we live in where there's so many toxins around, the industrial society that we live in, most toxins are also they they have an affinity for fat meaning they want to find fat and that's where they want to kind of camp out and stay so all of our cells are made out there's a what's called a lipid bilayer around them so they have fat around them so these toxins can get inside of the cell and then that's where they would stay and it's very hard to get rid of them out of your body so when people think about detoxing much of the time, they're only getting rid of water-soluble toxins because mm. the, f- the so- toxins that potentially could be harmful, more harmful, are inside of your fat. the layer. Yeah, They're inside yeah. the fat. So mm-hmm. it's also, so <laughs> excuse me, it's kind of like a vicious cycle. Like people that want to lose weight, a lot of times they can't lose weight is because their fat cells that they want to lose are full of toxins and they haven't mm. got rid of the toxins yet. And then if they want to detox, if they have a bunch of fat cells, they can't detox. So we have to figure out how to kind of break down both of those things. And one of the best ways to do it is these antioxidants actually go after and kind of eliminate fat-soluble toxins Hmm. from the fat cells.
0: Interesting. I don't know if people typically think of antioxidants for weight loss. I've never really, like, connected that. Yeah, yeah. because
1: it's not direct, right? Mm -hmm. It's not, hey, if I eat less calories than I take in, then I'm going to just mass. I'm going to lose weight, Mm -hmm. right? It's, well, why am I not losing weight? Well, maybe it's because you have so many toxins inside of your body, and you have to get rid of those fat-soluble toxins um, with fat-soluble antioxidants to go after them. So, again, another big reason why you should be eating coconut because it's full of these, these fat-soluble yeah. toxins.
0: And it has fat in it to help yeah. you your body right, absorb
1: right. them. Right. That was always uh, something I used to teach a lot is um, fat doesn't make you fat. It's the inability to burn fat that makes you fat. Mm. So I would tell people to eat a bunch of fat and they're like, why would I eat a bunch of fat? You know, if I'm, I'm trying to lose fat off of my body. Well, mm-hmm. that's just kind of how it works. You have to eat good fat to get rid of the bad fat that's on your body or the toxin filled fat that's that's on your body and be able to lose weight. So what is a weight loss food? You know, not these kind of packaged things that say you know, no fat, non-fat, light type stuff. It's actually things that are full of good fats, like coconut products, Mm -hmm. Um, which of course we'll get into what all you should be eating and can be eating when it comes to coconut. Um, But the last thing in terms of just like nutrient, um, an explanation of the nutrients that are in it, we mentioned that it's fat, but coconut has what are called medium chain triglycerides or um, medium chain fatty acids. So there's If there's medium, of course there's gonna be shorter than that and there's gonna be longer than that. So you can think of short chain fatty acids, medium chain fatty acids, and long chain fatty acids. Medium chain and and long chain are are typically the saturated fats, which again has gotten a bad rap. Everybody thinks saturated fat is bad. So if you're thinking of, if you're talking to somebody who kind of just goes by World World Health Organization, um, nutrition information, conventional information, they're gonna say coconut products will kill you, right? I remember even an article that came out said uh, coconut causes heart disease or something like that. Yeah. And the whole premise behind it is saturated fat causes heart disease and coconut's full of saturated fat, so therefore you should stay away from it. But I think we've done a lot of debunking of that you the know, saturated already. saturated fat. Mm-hmm. So, but the, the key to with medium-chain um, fatty acids or medium-chain triglycerides is they are absorbed and broken down and used by the body a lot different than long-chain fatty acids. So long-chain fatty acids aren't necessarily bad for you, like you know, t- conventional wisdom would say, but it is a saturated fat. It does take a long time to to break down and to be able to use. Um, if we, if you remember, there's really two things that you can use for energy, fat and sugar. Mm-hmm. Sugar is like a quick version of energy, you know, which is why athletes and stuff you see, I used to see, I remember when I was to watch tennis as a kid, they would be done with their match and then they would go chug a Coca-Cola. Right. <laughs> and I was always <laughs> like, well, I wish I could <laughs> play tennis like a chug Coca-Cola. <laughs> But they did that because it gets you quick, quick because yeah. they gotta go right back out there right. right, so that's not that might be again um air quotes healthy in the moment because you're depleted of glucose so sure. you' you're you're putting glucose back in your body so you have energy to play your match, but long term of course we would know that would be terrible for your body, yeah, so these medium chain kind of act like sugar, meaning they give you quick they give you quick energy, so at a biochemical level, I think it's like around 26 different steps that have to happen to break down long chain fatty acids so normal fats that you eat in your diet which is a long time and it's kind of taxing to the body well medium chain fatty acids only take three steps to break down and absorb and to be used for energy Hmm. so think about that three versus 26 it's a lot quicker yeah so you can use these medium chain fatty acids as somebody especially who maybe is um what we would call sugar dominant so like Their body only really knows how to burn sugar for energy. So So they're like
0: insulin resistant.
1: Yeah. Insulin resistant Mm -hmm. people like why are they insulin resistant? Because they have too much insulin being produced in their body. Why do they have too much insulin? It's because they eat too much stuff that stimulates insulin like sugar. So they, their body has been trained now to only be able to use sugar for, for energy or a a kind of a scientific term would be metabolic flexibility. So metabolically, what can they use for energy? They're only using sugar, so they don't—they don't have any flexibility of being able to use sugar when you need it and being able to use fat when you need it. So they use sugar all the time. So those people, when they don't eat sugar, their body's like, "I'm about to die," so it makes them crave sugar to be able to have energy, right? So we want to try to—that's not where we want to be, right? We want to be more metabolically flexible yep. and learn how to b- build, burn fat for energy. Well, switching over to getting medium-chain. Um, triglycerides or medium chain fatty acids is a great way to do that because it gives you still that, that quick like, energy yeah, and it's not, you know, causing insulin to, hmm. to be stimulated and cool lead to insulin resistance. So yeah. not only is it not leading to insulin resistance, it's helping you reverse insulin resistance. That's awesome. So huge. That's like um, a little
0: hack. I feel like yeah. for people struggling with that.
1: Absolutely. A- and so <coughs> you're <coughs> just going to keep making me think of stuff. Sorry. That I think. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, brain most I, I don't I would, I shouldn't say most, but a lot of the sugar, like if we're eating like a real food diet, normal diet, that's going to include sugar, right? Just kind of natural sugars that come from fruits and other other foods, or even complex carbohydrates, they're going to break down into sugars eventually. Our brain likes to to use sugar, so it's going to a lot of that energy is going to go to the brain, and that's kind of how we keep our brain healthy. But a br- the brain also does very well with these um, medium chain triglycerides. So if you're if there's these are in your diet in high amounts, now your brain is also metabolically flexible and it's not gonna rely on on sugar. So I don't know if we'll get to it, but one of the just kind of known benefits or, or what re- some research has shown is um, when it comes to the disease of Alzheimer's or, or just really any dementia, there's traditional medicine, conventional medicine has has no answer basically. Mm-hmm. There's medications, of course, for it that have been approved, but they don't really help at all. That's Even people you know, that are 1,000% medical will admit that, that there's nothing that helps. But there has been some research that shows that doing things like coconut oil or other medium-chain triglycerides is helpful for that. Not necessarily in reversing that process, but from keeping that process from, from getting worse. And why that is happening is, at least what they think, is because people's brains have been running on sugar for so long, and when they do that for long enough sugar when you when you burn what we think of as burn or oxidize um, these these molecules for energy there's byproducts just like your car when you're using gas there's exhaust that comes out right well those are byproducts that the body can't use so it tries to eliminate well that happens in the brain and when those byproducts happen if you don't have the antioxidants like we already talked about Mm then damage just happens to the brain. You know, Now it's just over time, too much damage happens to the, the brain um, that leads to something like dementia or, or Alzheimer's. So replacing that sugar with something like a medium chain um, triglyceride or fatty acid allows that process to not continue to, to damage your brain. Kind of gives you a cleaner form of, of energy mm-hmm. um, so that you can still have the energy your brain needs, but that you don't have all these byproducts when you're burning off sugar. Right, so
0: really everyone should be incorporating these sorts of things into their diet at any point because, yeah, it's going to help you now, it's going to help you down the road.
1: Yep, absolutely. So those are just kind of some of the benefits. Hopefully you guys are convinced now. (laughs) Here's some ways to get coconut. Um, Coconut meat, I've never never really done that, just eating the coconut meat. Mm, Uh, I think I've tried it.
0: I mean, would you consider like the flakes that you buy at the yeah, store? Yeah, so that would be dried yeah. coconut. Yeah,
1: yeah. My wife used to be a huge fan of those. We haven't done that really in a while. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, with that, like to make it taste better for people, they you put add sugar. sugar. <laughs> <laughs> but but you can find good quality, just kind of dried coconut. Um, but that's that's one way of doing it. Um, probably the most common way and. What I've recommended the most, I think, in, in the past 12 years is coconut oil. So right. we talked about the oils last week. has the highest smoke points, completely saturated, so it's not going to break down and, and go rancid like olive oil or potentially olive oil would do. Um, so that should really be the number one oil that you're cooking with. But here's kind of, I know this is like a uh, focus on the nutrient um, or the nutrition of these, but coconut oil is also very diverse you probably know this more than I do with like taking off makeup and probably Mm -hmm. in some of the makeup stuff that you guys use. um, It's also, so it has these fatty acids. It's not just like fat isn't just one thing. It's a bunch of different fatty acids that are in what we would know as fatty food. So these fatty fruits have all these different fatty acids. One of them is called lauric acid. So L-A-U-R-I-C and it's antiviral and antibacterial. So if you have cuts, if you have a rash, you know, all of these type of things like pink eye or just kind of styes and eyes, that stuff you can put coconut, use coconut oil for. and
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you about the, like, topical usage because yeah. I feel like it's kind of the number one, like, any skin thing or anything that comes up. Yep. Like, oh, let's try some yeah, coconut <laughs> Yeah, you know,
1: If there's itchiness, put that on there. Um, it, yeah, it's just huge. For, and for that
0: yeah like my kids have bad eczema as i probably talked about on here before and my almost 3 year old coconut oil is one of her favorite things to put on her skin just because it feels so like cooling to the yeah. touch and our specific like eczema doctor he really loves co- coconut oil for eczema yeah so
1: very cool yeah yeah so the antiviral or what we just call antimicrobial because it kills bacteria yeast viruses all that stuff um but then so one of the other applications of that is something that's called oil pulling so you basically put a little bit of coconut oil in your. do you do uh, this i do this okay yeah Yeah. (laughs) i've tried (laughs) so put it so i actually have a uh coconut based coconut oil based product that comes from a company that I use for other supplements called Designs for Health so it has some other you know essential oils and stuff in it so it's not just coconut oil but it has a similar taste to coconut oil we
0: sorry we should fully explain what that is i kind of interrupted you so the the oil oil pulling (laughs) yeah so
1: it is it's just putting a a little bit of coconut oil in your mouth and swishing around like like most people would know you do with mouthwash um three to five minutes is okay some people do longer like 20 to 45 minutes no way that i was able ever able to do that three to five is is long enough um and then yeah, I mean it's it's oil, so you you can you can swallow it if you want after that, or of course you could just spit it spit it out. But basically, what you're doing is is a, a, what's I mean you, the mouth can be disgusting, right? It's got a bunch of bacteria and stuff in it, but there's also good bacteria that that's there too, so that's why things like Listerine and all that can be harmful because it says right on there it kills 99.9 of of germs. Which means, th- you know, the Listerine doesn't have a way of saying, "Hey, what? Are, which one of you are good and bad?" And I'm only going to kill the bad. So it kills everything in your mouth, which then just sets you up for for worse stuff down the road. But o- coconut oil is not as strong as something like that, but it is going to help you deal with some of the microbial load that's in your mouth. Um, so, yeah, so you do
0: this helps. like after you brush your teeth, or
1: D- yeah, just daily whenever huh. you whenever you can. So intru-
0: yeah. I've tried it before and. It, it's a weird feeling. A weird I thing. couldn't really, yeah, get into
1: it. <laughs> but yeah, that's the application of kind I'll of try the, it again. <laughs> the microbial benefit, antimicrobial benefits there. Um, coconut milk, w- that's probably the second um, most common way we use coconut. So putting that in smoothies, um, uh, just, of course, if you're ever baking anything, using coconut milk for, for that type of stuff. That's um, definitely
0: my go-to milk as far as we don't do a lot of dairy. And so for replacing dairy coconut milk is like it you know in yeah. soups and anything yep. that calls for yeah coconut i know
1: you said you weren't a spice person but curry mm. um, we love thai food mm-hmm. in our house so emily makes a curry with yeah. coconut milk most of the curry thai curries are, are well and anything
0: based. you add like that coconut milk to it's a little bit of sweetness to it too yeah yep. and we do um coconut aminos mm-hmm. instead of soy sauce, soy sauce a lot yeah yeah,
1: yeah. That's another one. Coconut flour, of course, can be a, a, a lateral shift from the grain-based flours. Um, pretty dense stuff. It's, you, it's yeah, hard to uh, <laughs>
0: not a one-for-one replacement. You should find it's a recipe. Hard, yeah,
1: especially if you're gluten-free. It's a way of getting rid of gluten products. Um, they're not typically going to taste like you know regular flour-based <laughs> products, but they're they're good lateral shifts. And then coconut water. So coconut water. Um, is is also something I would say we probably use frequently. A lot of even like the sports drinks, I don't know if Gatorade's got there yet, but um, kind of a a competitor of Gatorade is called Body Armor. That's a coconut water-based sports drink. Um, But just coconut water itself, it comes from a young coconut before it kind of fully ripens, is nature's Gatorade, basically just Mm -hmm. full of antioxidants. You know, you you can use it for your kids and their sporting events and yeah i typically am using when i do crossfit um competitions and stuff like that so
0: i yeah lately i've been doing coconut water and squeeze some like orange or whatever citrus juice and then a pinch of redmond real salt it's like your electrolyte oh yeah drink mix and it's it's really good
1: great and then maybe last one you mentioned coconut aminos with coconut sugar Um, oh yeah so coconut sugar is a uh it's still sugar right so you don't want to go heavy on it but it can be a, a lateral shift from just the Totally. The, the cane sugar. Yes. That people are using. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we try to get it in our diet as much as we possibly can. Yeah. It's a it's great food.
0: It's a really great go-to in all the different forms, and it's so readily available these days i feel yeah. like it's a really easy one for people to just like add a little bit more here and there right like we um will sneak just coconut oil into my daughter's oatmeal just to yeah. like okay just add a little bit of something right you know right. good
1: yeah and just from like a cost the c- coconut milk was probably other than coconut oil was the biggest shift that we made when we first just started to change the way that we ate and i think it was actually the first thing that we ever found at walmart of
0: like, oh yeah you know we would have
1: to go to where we lived in Chicago area at the time, we have to go to like Whole Foods or Trader Joe's to find most of the stuff, but Mm -hmm. we can find coconut milk at at Walmart for for like a dollar a (laughs) can. Yeah. You can find a lot of this stuff everywhere, especially coconut products.
0: Totally. And for coconut oil, is it called like virgin, extra virgin or no? Should we look for like a specific labeling on coconut oil? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, um, so the the typical thing that people ask is refined or unrefined. Um, the unrefined, of course, anything that's unrefined and not not altered by man is going to be the best. But it, if it's refined, it's still. I would rather somebody use that than you know a corn oil or vegetable oil or something like that. So mm-hmm. ideally, you would get yes, organic, you know, virgin, unrefined coconut oil. But the uh, the refined is going to be fine too if that's all you can find
0: got it okay well awesome if you guys have more ways that you get coconut in your diet definitely let us know um comment in our facebook group and be sure to share this with someone else who might find it helpful i think this one can easily apply to anyone so this is a great one to share with friends and family we will talk to you next time